Um, I'm back, motherfuckers. Whoop, whoop. We just did the last podcast we did uh, without Billy did it without me. I like your enthusiasm. Billy's yeah, I want to keep it going. Yeah. No, we're going to keep it going. I just... Uh, it's been a fucking... I've had a rough go of it, man. For what? Four weeks? Three weeks? Well, I was talking to my therapist about it, and it's actually... What? We got new thermostats, and we're now able to touch them, and I don't even know how to work it. Just tell Madison I want the AC turned off. You just turn the knob. Um, or you push it. Just push the button. It's been, it's been a year. I've been depressed for a year. Mm. I haven't had depression mm-hmm. and anxiety for over a year. Um, but I mean, it's not just because of this. But this is this. There's an added pressure, and there's an added stress to working in sober, sober living and this house and. It just seems like I think that I have I think initially like every problem seemed like a really big deal when it really wasn't. Could have been, but it feels like home now. Yeah. I remember before even sitting on the couches and stuff didn't feel Yeah. Now it just feels worn in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was super depressed. I sort of been coming out of it though for maybe a month or something. I That's, mean, I was crying every day. It's no lie, every day tears. Wow. Yeah. How did you get through that? Like, what do you? What were you crying? I really looked forward to talking to my therapist on Thursdays. About crying, what was I crying about? I think I think I was maybe mourning the breakup. Mm. like two years after that after it happened for some reason and you know when you're depressed it's not you don't know you just lump everything in there yeah like the death of my mom and dad and this and that and the passing of my youth and not having my daughter and all the things together how did i get out of it i started meditating like i fucking meditate now I do it. I did it this morning. And I started running and I started going to the gym. And you know what's really cool is Chandon lived there for just a little while, but he was like full of piss and vinegar. So I started going to the gym more with him and started running with him and I just kept it going. He made me quit the vape. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's slowly, I call it self care. I'd fucking floss my teeth. Anything I could do. To feel a little better about myself in the day, I would do, and I'm still doing. Um, started yeah. going, yeah, going to the beach meeting a little bit, which I haven't been doing. But what it did is it rolled into now. I regularly go surfing with my sponsor. We just went to Point Doom yesterday, like first time there. It was beautiful. There was nobody out. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I don't cry that much anymore, and. For me, it's this weird thing is I think of death and I get this panic in the the pit of my stomach. Like there's a rock in there. 
and I think I'm going to die, and my daughter, you know, and I have a daughter, mm. and my life was fucked up, and I don't know. But yeah, this is weird mental thing. What about you? What's it like? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... Just unmotivating, you know? But you don't feel sad? You just feel... No, that too. Just like sad, like unmotivated. um, Scared? Yeah, a little bit. Of what? Maybe, Maybe just financial fear, getting old. Uh, before you go, will you tell Sarah and she said she wanted to jump on. Sarah and Woody. Or just Sarah. Do you think it could be you blew your loads? You know, hyper crush, blop. Sober living, blop. Ridge production. Ridge production. Yeah. You, you blew your loads. And then, and, then, and then the following, too. That's what I've oh, always wanted. I have the following. Big deal, yeah. Like, I got it. 200k on YouTube now. 210 almost. You know how hard that is. No. Yeah, you do, bro. Well, I mean, I don't. It's so fucking hard. And now it's just like, it's just it's there, and it's just like John. You see, like it doesn't matter what we post. It's gonna get at least 20k eventually. Everything. Yeah, every, any even any you know TikTok too. Like, I, t- t- if you would have told me a couple years ago that like twenty thousand was going to be a low number for me, I would have just been like, I don't know. So so yeah, it's like that. I was talking to Chris Howard about this today, about how you know, some of the most successful, richest people are some of the most miserable people. Why is that? Uh, Because they just can't handle mediocrity? I don't know. Well, because the money and the success was supposed to, like, make them feel better. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's something about that, like, not working. It's almost like... As drug addicts, we can relate it to drugs. So it's like chasing the high is almost better than like not getting high. Like imagine like you remember when you got to that point where you were using so much it wasn't even working? There's nothing worse than that. But like before chasing it, it's like fun. Chasing the high. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like because, I mean, <clears throat> you said, you just said rich or you said famous, so. Whatever. Because, like, even drug addicts and people like that, we're all, like, psychotic. Like, we're all, like, mentally ill. You know, they're not, like, normal people. Normal people don't even, I don't mean, I can't say this with a fact, but I just feel like normal people don't, like, try to overachieve to the point where, like, they don't even need the stuff. 
like rich people that aren't born rich, like these actors and shit like that, they fucking they they don't do drugs or they just put all their energy into like one thing and mm-hmm. it works out. But like that's like not normal. Like you're not like a normal guy, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Like, no, that like I want more i want to i want a lot i want more i want more i want more i want more and it's just i'm i'm up to the point where it's like you know what like i don't i just want to like i just want like some peace of mind i just want to be like okay i can relate to that when i was i grew up dirt poor like food stamps and fighting over who's going to pay for the milk and shit like that and then i was in an accident and i got a settlement where i got some money and I thought money was going to do something. And I had a suicide. I had a beautiful girl. I had like everything, right? And I was young. Um, and I had a suicide attempt first time like after that because it didn't do anything. But, right. but the thing is, though, like we, we get it confused. Like, of course, money's not going to make you happy. You have to be happy. Well, it's easy to say, of course, but. I think most people who don't have money think it's gonna. It's gonna no, happen. I feel that I feel the same way, but like I don't think it's gonna make me happy. It's gonna make me secure and like get rid of some of, some of my fears, but like it's not like obviously it's not. I'm like not gonna be okay with everything I do just because I have money. Right. I guess I still believe that shit too, because I'm thinking if I had you know, maybe if I made six figures, I'd have. It'd probably take some of your problems away though. Like well, it does make it, you happy. It in does certain in some areas. ways, but it's a, a bunch of responsibility then too. Then you have a mortgage and all this other shit, and you know you don't know, you don't know if that girl's going out with you because you have money, right? Or you know, and she probably is this the reason she's going out with you. Um, and I don't know a lot of other things like, but of course I would take the money for yeah, sure. Same. It's the same. <laughs> you you yeah. seem like happier. I'm happier. But I gotta tell you, it's fucking God, dude. And fucking, I read the like I say, I get up in the morning, I read the Bible, I read what Craig sends me, and I read the big book. And this morning, I read ah, the page seventy one, seventy at the bottom, and seventy one. Real simple, like I hope ah, I can't fucking remember it, but it's about faith in God. I mean, the fucking big book is all about faith in fucking God. Like for real, like you either take this and have faith and fix your problems, or you don't. <sighs> yeah, didn't and you so s- every moment of my day is about faith in God. And if it's not, I go to God and I say, "Man, can I live for you? Show me how to live for you, please." I can't live for myself. I cannot have self-centered, whatever. Hmm. And uh, that's really what it is. If you're not living for yourself and you're living for God, then it's a different world. Didn't you send it to me? Like you said, well, we sometimes get- I do what Craig does, but the big book, it's on. Well, there's a big book around. Can you grab a big book? It's so short. I'll just read it. Is there one around here somewhere? Uh, you know, and I even go to Bible study, even though I don't really like sometimes I'm like, damn, this is some wacky shit. But uh, Mm. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with everything he says or right. his interpretation. I right. mean, it's open for interpretation, but I do believe there's utility and lessons, and maybe there is 
an afterlife and all this sort of stuff. I know life's a lot better when I do believe it, or I do try to. Yeah. Thank you. So this morning, I need to start carrying glasses everywhere I go now. Yeah, I think my sight's starting to go too. Yeah, it's like close up for me. I I can't. I yeah, just... I have to like pull shit further away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, here. Oh, it's different in this edition. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, because I don't have my glasses. I'm not going to be able to read. In this. Damn it, I'm going to have to have him read it. Can you read something for me? Yeah. You have good eyes? Yeah. Okay, can you read <sighs> We got this? Sarah's going to join and us. And a couple lines into this. Okay. Sarah's number six on the board. Crazy. I like those pants. Those are sweet. Thank you. Yeah, it is crazy. You're <laughs> full-on senior. <laughs> um, Get close to the mic, like fist, fist away. You can pull it up. It does this, too. It, like, moves around if you need to. Am I good? Mm-hmm. Okay. In this book, you read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. We hope you are convinced now that God can remove whatever self-will has blocked you off from him. If you have already made a decision and an inventory of your grosser handicaps, you have made a good beginning. That being so, you have swallowed and digested some big chunks of truth about yourself. So can slowly, the first two sentences that you read. Yes. In this book, you read again and again that faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Faith did for us what we could not do for ourselves. I cannot make myself happy. Yeah. The big book is telling me I need to have fucking faith in fucking God. And that's it. But it's so challenging to do that in the day you're in. And so that's all I was trying to say. So, hi, Sarah. I don't know much about you. <laughs> Are you going to talk on here? Yeah, I guess so. You can That's put cool. those on if you want, those headphones. Okay. I'm nervous. John! Why don't you it's sit... A, it's all wind... It's all, like... Oh, actually. Wound it up around that... Yeah. Never mind. Okay. What's up, Chandon? Hey. I just talked about you. Because when you lived with me for that short little bit of a while, we did some running, went to the gym, you made me quit the vape, and uh, still, well, you kind of did, <laughs> and I wasn't even, in, I wasn't even ready for it, but yeah, so, uh, but I've been carrying all that, I'm still doing it, still God, going to the so, gym. So good to see, like, graduates coming in. Yeah. It's God. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's great I mean, to see you. Like, without this place, I wouldn't have. Yeah, it's so dope. It's so dope. Channing just walked. What are you doing here? I I was doing some step work and then I I had a package, but I don't know where it's at. Cool. So, do you want to ask her some questions or what? Sure. Okay, I'll start off from what part of you. Where are you from? Um, I grew up in Connecticut. And Connecticut. My, that's yeah. a that's a state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Allegedly. Where where <laughs> is that state? Is it in the Midwest or the East Coast or East Coast under Massachusetts, in between New York City and Boston. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fucking born and raised California third third generation, so I don't know Connecticut. shit. Connecticut. What's the city in Connecticut? I'm from Barkhamstead, Connecticut. It is no city. Really? 
Wait, what's... Is what's, it a small place? What's Connecticut? <laughs> what's near Connecticut? Like, is there, like, what's the capital? Like, is Hartford. it... Hartford. Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's Connecticut. That's the state. Yeah. <laughs> what's the closest... What's the surrounding states? Massachusetts, New York. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. All of New England is, like, the size of California. Okay. New England is all those places mm-hmm. oh really <laughs> yeah so like maine vermont new hampshire massachusetts mm. rhode island okay is all considered new england because mm-hmm. mm. that's guy? where they all landed from england okay 13 original colonies <laughs> oh oh <laughs> see we're getting we're getting lessons tonight it's good yeah she's fucking done a lot of cool shit she was in like the like greenpeace or something peace corps. Oh, yeah. the peace corps she oh, went really? to like africa and like did all kinds of crazy shit i was like, gonna do that but they won't take you now unless you have some skills or something yeah yeah nice so uh you joined the peace corps and what would they send you I went to Malawi, so it's like a really small country in southeastern Africa. It's like two countries above South Africa. And it's, what, like a poor country? or Yeah, it's Is pretty it? impoverished, uh, but it's like one of the happiest countries in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. Is, uh, can you give me a little more information on it? Is it desert, jungle? Is it warfare? Is it tribal? Is it city? No. So it is tribal. So like I lived with the Sena tribe. Um, do they live in like the shit you see on National Geographic, or do they live in like? It varies throughout bunkers. the country. So there's like the capital cities, which honestly are like pretty nice, and I would live there forever. Hmm. Um, but then there is like jungle-ish area, and they have a huge lake. It takes up like a third of their country. Whoa. So what but do you then mean? I was in like the desert. What do you mean the capital cities? What's that? So it's, um, Blantyre was like my capital city. And it's where you go if you need anything. The capital city of? Malawi. Malawi. Yeah. And where's, Mal- what's Malawi? Very tiny country. Near? South Africa. Okay. And you were there because they needed st- something? Yeah, I went there. Um, I was a health volunteer, so it was a lot of HIV, malaria, um, clean water work, nutrition. So what, do you have a nursing degree or something? No. I went to school for sustainable development and environmental science. Okay. So you're a graduate Mm -hmm. with some kind of, I guess you just need a degree and then you can go, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly a bunch of like... Young twenty-year-olds for the most part, mid How old twenty. Are you? I'm. I went when I was twenty-seven. Thanks, Madison. How old are you now? Twenty-nine. Both of those things. Oh, so that wasn't even long ago. No. So you were you doing dope or anything when you were there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely partying pretty hard. With uh, like alcohol or? There was everything there. I'm like nervous to talk about that on this. Why? But um, oh, because everyone, some people can hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever you're program. comfortable with, but yeah. But yeah, like long story short. Well, so what's crazy there too is like they have doctors, but in the capital cities, any drug that you would get prescribed here is given over the counter. 
That's cool, man. I wish they had that here because I don't want need to go see the doctor every whatever months. I mean, even like Oxy, mm-hmm. you can just go benzos. So you can just opiates. buy Oxycontin at any over the counter mm. in M- 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 Malair- Malawi. Malawi. Mm-hmm. Really? Benzos. Like we had a thing. There was this pill called Com Seven, and I'm like in the middle of nowhere, and I was getting it. And we all get this email from, I guess, our boss, basically. And she was like, so I found out, like, a lot of you are taking this Calm 7. Um, that's Benzos. If you're taking it, we want you to come in so we can monitor you getting off of it. Which nobody did. Nobody got <laughs> no, off Nobody it? went in. No, uh, we all scared. But, so it's like Xanax. Yeah, I guess so. But why not just get, like, Norco's? Yes, you could have. Oxys. I literally was getting these because my friend was like, yeah, I get these at my pharmacy. So you just... They make me you, feel good. Maybe they were cheaper too or something. They were like probably less than seven US dollars. Like they were really cheap. For one? For a pack of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. And so you were feeling good while you were there. I was. That's nice. But then For I also like... So I had points where I was in my village and I was really just drinking, but I was trying to keep it like drinking culture there is very different. Um, So I had to remember, even though I was getting fucked up, I also had in my head the whole time, like, this is my job. Like I ran tons of youth programs, went to work and then I did party a lot in the village because this sounds like really arrogant, but I was just like this young white girl who showed up out of nowhere and everyone just wanted to like hang out. Mm. So yeah. you were kind of like a celebrity of sorts. Yeah, they thought I was a spy for like a really long time. Spy for who? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Everyone's like, "You're a spy. You're a trained spy." I was like, "No, That's I funny. promise, I'm not." <laughs> huh? So was it rewarding? Super rewarding. I still talk to a couple of my friends from there, like every day. From that that lived there, or were there that with you? lived there? Yeah. So when I was there, like I went in with a bunch of Americans, but when I was in my site, I was all by myself. Like, the closest American was, like, depending on the day, two hours away. Oh, what a trip. Yeah. So they just kind of dropped you in the middle of whatever. Definitely. Wow. Did you feel unsafe? Um, I had moments, for sure. Yeah. But as a whole, like, so like I lived in a village. Then within that village, I lived in the family compound. With one family? Um, what's a, very, farm, very what's a family, family compound? So it'd be like, it's like... We call them a bombo and a mai, so it's like the eldest man and woman. And then it was mostly women taking care of kids. So you could see, when you looked out my door, I could see everybody's houses. Um, but, like, a lot of the men would go to different countries to work and make money and send it home. Hmm. Yeah. So it was mostly women in the village. Yeah. Okay. Women and young boys and old men. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> but, yeah, I just got them electricity, like, last month. So that was a goal that I've had you since just I came back. Got it. You've been working on it still. Well, somehow? I, it was something I promised them when I. So I had to leave because of COVID. But when I was there, I was like, I'm going to get us electricity. The, the couple that took care of me was like super old, and they had to light fires for everything. They go and they pump their water. They can't see at night. It's like just different. Wow, no electricity. No, and that's not wow. normal in Malawi. So like, I was in a very very rural area. Um, but yeah, so I just fulfilled my promise finally. 
Wait, you got them electricity? Yeah, I have a really good friend there who I worked with, and he checks in with that old couple. I'm, like, constantly worried about them. Um, But so he goes and checks on them. And then finally, I was like, yeah, I got enough money. Like, let's do this thing. So I wired him, like, 300 bucks. That's all it took? Yeah, it's all it took. And he went to the capital city, got them all the solar set up, hooked it up. Oh, solar. That's Mm -hmm. a trip. 300 (laughs) bucks, solar? Yeah. Will you knock on that door? things are cheap out there. (laughs) That's why I want I would live there. I honestly would live there. Life's just different. But what about flies and mosquitoes and bugs and stuff? Get a mosquito nut. You're fine. I took anti-malarial meds the whole time I was there. It wasn't terrible, though, with flies and things? Mm -mm. Maybe because it was in the desert or something. Yeah, there's like no water. Will you knock on that door? It's just like they're playing it so loud. Get it down in there. Wow, that's a trip. And then somehow within a year you ended up here after you came back or so. Two years. So, Derry, I came home. But you've been here a while. Yeah, I've been here for seven months. Um, But, yeah, I came home from Peace Corps. The whole world was shut down. That's when my start, my stuff started like spinning out of control. I was at my parents' house, and I was just on a sick one. And then I was like, "Well, you guys don't want me here, so I'm going to move." And I have a, a pretty good resume, so it wasn't hard to get a job. And I moved to Tennessee. And then when I got there, shit just like hit the fan hard. Mm. What do you mean by that? Like, Well, because like when I was at my parents' house, I didn't really have to do anything. I was just living. I had a lot of friends in the area who like, so you... co-signed my bullshit and would pick me up places, cover for me, oh. all the things. And so then when I moved to Tennessee, there was no one there doing that. And so I was very like on my own doing some, doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was at the point where like my body wasn't good. Mentally, I was not good, and I was like, I'm walking the line of getting in, like, really big trouble right now. Like, Mm -hmm. we are, it's going to happen. So I was out. (laughs) Called Graceland. I think I harassed them for, like, a month because I wanted to leave my job the right way, whatever that was. And, um, yeah, then my job put me on leave, and I came here overnight. So you still have that job waiting? (laughs) No. No, they were going to hold it for me for a little bit. But as you say, it like, took me a little while to land. So like, I thought I was going to come here, and in a month I was going to be good to go. And I think in a month I was just really realizing like what I was doing here. So, Which is? Working on myself, how to stay sober. Yeah, how to walk through that anger Yeah, sober. Yeah, for sure. And how 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 are you doing that? <laughs> um, I don't even know how I'm doing it. I'm trying really hard. Yeah, I'm on my programs. So you have anger I, issues? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't think so when I first got here. You really, <laughs> you really didn't. I think I knew, but I was also very much on the like denial kind of shit. denial but also like this is warranted behavior right oh justified yeah i'm like well this is just how i'm reacting to your bullshit so you can't get mad about my bullshit yeah no she 
Yeah, she's got um, some anger stuff. And, like, she'll, like, dig her heels in. Mm-hmm. And, like, once she decides, like, <laughs> something, it doesn't matter. It's almost like she starts to turn into, like, a, she starts self-destructing. And then, like, it's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, why are you? And then she'll just start. But, like, you, 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 she's smart. So she kind of makes it sound legit, you know? I'm trying to think of an example, but. Um, I think one of my biggest standoffs that you, well, you saw two of them, I think. The yeah. John fight in the kitchen. John. And then when I fought him in the kitchen. And like, then the night we had. Um, verbally argued. And then when I had my pull-up program group, were you there for that? That was probably oh, one of yeah. my worst groups in the house. Yeah. Two hours of me saying, no, I'm not doing it. Or I'm leaving. Right. And I knew I wasn't going to leave. Oh, were you ever thinking about <laughs> leaving? Or I mean, I think everyone who's been here like you think thinks about, about leaving, romanticizes leaving, but I'm pretty set in finishing it. So you feel like you're doing the right thing here and you want to complete it and all that stuff yeah well of course you're gonna say that because but no i've definitely like a month ago i was like planning on leaving like really planning on leaving really yeah like i was looking at jobs and stuff did did did, did. The, all the new people coming in like fucked with my head wow so i was like what am i doing i don't need to do this here i can go back and do this in north carolina but like that th- that's the thing about like the new people coming in is that's a that's another phase for you guys to be leaders yeah, and sort of deal with new people. And it's not just new people in sobriety, but it's like in life, like you're going to have new people, yeah. quote unquote, you know, younger more immature people you have to learn to deal with and Walking through all that is important. You knew you knew she was trying to she was planning on leaving a month ago. Oh, you haven't told anyone. I mentioned it after it passed. Uh. <laughs> right. She's always like, "Can I talk to you?" I'm like, Woody. Yeah, Woody's like closer to her, and and pretty much all the residents than than anyone. So. Okay, sorry, I, we're getting a roommate, I think. Oh. Which is always scary for me because it's a girl, and I just think of the Rudy situation, which I don't want to get in again. But I think that this person comes from Veronica. No, it comes from Nepis. Oh. But yeah. whatever, it is what it is. Um. Oh, hmm. so you're going to go back to the East Coast when you leave here? I think I'll know like the month before what I'm doing. Oh, um, so this is kind of a new beginning for you, a new chance yeah. at whatever. Yeah, my thing is I'm really close with my family and I've spent like mm. a decade away from them at this point. Uh, family's um, so important. Yeah. And so like, I think about that, but then I also am like, I like it out here. And I almost try to make my brain think I don't like it out here to make it easier <laughs> to leave. 
I could see you being here. I'm like, why am I doing this here? Why am I putting roots down here when I'm going to move? But then I'm like, why am I going to move if things are going well here? I got like two jobs I really like. You working? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What kind of jobs? Um, I do like event planning for the city. And then... The city of... Agora Hills. Whoa. Yeah, it's really nice. It's part-time. So Um, you landed in a city job already. Yeah, and that was like... When I was in Peace Corps, one of my goals was to get out and have a job with the city. So I'm like, oh, look at that. Jealous. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I used to... I feel like the... I feel like I used to want to... Act like I knew what's best for people. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like if you build your foundation somewhere and you get sober somewhere, you should stay there. But the truth is, like, we just have to take it one day at a time. And and we have to just be open to whatever God's plan is for us. And we have to be open to, like, feedback from people who care about us. And we have to be patient and, like, not rush into things and just kind of see how it goes. Because we don't know. Like, maybe there is something some sort of opportunity or reason for, for someone to leave. Um, I don't know. Oh, you mean leave before graduation? No, no, oh. not that I'm saying. Cause you, you're talking about, you after, know, yeah. yeah. Like go, leaving the state after you graduate. And it's just like, I don't know. I think that you should just, you, you know, the difference between something that's coming from you and ego and the difference between, checking it with all your with your support group and coming to that conclusion with God and your support group and doing it patiently and the right way. Mm-hmm. Right? Very alien, yeah. You know the difference. Yeah. We all know the difference. Yeah. And when it feels like rushed and like ego-driven, well, that's just what we need to chill for a second. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, something that I, after I had, like, my, oh, I just got to get out of here moment, like, you see the graduates leave the house, and, like, change is really hard, even just moving out of the house. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I'm kind of like, well, do I want to leave and be alone going through all those things when I could, like, ease into it here? Yeah. And still have all my people around me. Yeah. Like, I even told my mom, I was like, I've never had a group of sober people like this around period yeah. like since i was like 14 yeah <laughs> it's crazy and when you're 14 they're not like they're sober like no. in, in recovery you're just, just innocent little beings just before you got into drugs yeah how long had you been thinking maybe you had an issue before you got sober um probably since like i mean shoot right when i went to college it was a serious problem um, and, and it stayed serious through college. Yeah. So I went to college my first year and I was drinking like well over 30 beers and taking so much Adderall, like every day, nearly failed all my classes. 30 beers a day. Yeah. We called it the casual 30. You mean other people were doing this with you? Yeah. My basketball team. <laughs> really? So we all got kicked off the team. And then the next year... I was like, I cannot drink. Like, this is really bad. 
but I was selling and smoking a fuck ton of weed and still taking tons of Adderall. And I was like, wow, look at this. Now my grades are good. Is it prescribed? Yeah, it was. But I learned how to manipulate doctors like really, really quickly. Is Adderall a good drug? Yeah. I'll probably miss Adderall more than drinking. But Adderall is what like let me drink too. Like it's it's for me they're one and the same. Mm. I can't. It makes me not eat. It yeah, I, lo- I loved that. Yeah. I was like, I look so good. I yeah. can do anything. You just drank. You didn't eat. Mm-hmm. It's an amphetamine, <laughs> you know. But I know Crystal. I don't never had anything prescribed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm. I think Adderall is not going to be as um easily prescribed as it once was. Pretty soon. But it has different effects on different people. Like if you have like gnarly ADHD, like it, it mellows you out. Yeah, it's like different. I don't know. I had like a really intensive diagnosis process, if that makes sense. Um, when I was probably like that fourteen, fifteen age, sophomore in high school, and there was like it was really cool. It showed like certain parts of my brain did great; other parts were like on the lowest end. But also, I always wonder, I'm like, I was just an energetic, wild kid. Yeah. I mean, I still am, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so when you went in the Peace Corps, did you get to choose, or you had some influence on in where you went? Or I just said, just... send me anywhere. I couldn't make the decision. I was like, I don't want to pick the wrong one. Just send me. And so when you ended up there, are you like, holy shit, like, where the <laughs> hell, what the fuck? I'll never forget the moment when the plane was landing, and I could see the country, and it was just brown. There was nothing. Like, you fly into an airport here, and it's, like, buildings and roads. All I saw was brown. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. I'm about to be here for, like, three years. What? <laughs> how, long, wow. how long were you there for? About a year. Damn. And then COVID. Yeah. Okay. And so you you adjusted, and you came to really like it and mm-hmm. the people and stuff? Yeah, I found a really... I don't know. I just found my groove there. Um, made some really good friends. Friends that live there, locals. Yep, local people. Did they people, speak English? They did, yeah. For the most part. Like, I had friends to learn like quite a bit of the language. Friends like type of friends? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my friends Noel and Gift, these two guys are like my homies. Although, so there was a few young dudes, mm-hmm. people. They're all people I worked with at like the hospital, the oh, clinic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I want to ask another question, but I don't know if it's inappropriate. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll hold off a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, well, did you end up dating anybody there or anything like that? Um, I dated an American. Oh, and yeah. they were also a volunteer or They something? were, yeah. Okay. Some people dated, like, Malawians. What is it, what is it called? Malawi. Malawians. Malawians. What do Malawians look like? Are they like tall or short or any distinctive? White or black? Or... No, they're all black. Like, um, are they the dark, like real dark, or is it like varied? I always wondered that because here, middle in, ground. Here, people are so mixed, right? Yeah. So. No, it was like funny. Like in my village, I was one of the tallest, biggest people. What do they call me? Really? So I was in a zungu. I was like foreigner. 
white foreigner, so I was a Zungu, and then Shaduntu means like fat, but it's a compliment because if you're fat there, <laughs> you're rich. Or yeah, something. people like like that, and everyone called me a Zungu Shaduntu, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, everyone <laughs> is calling me fat foreigner right now. Oh my god, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> it was funny. Wait, huh. why were they calling you fat? And on their eyes, I was. <laughs> huh. Well, are they like? Not, and I could eat a lot. So. Are they not getting enough there? Is it that poor? That yeah. Poor? So like a lot of their food comes from USAID. It's like, what's it? Fortified cornmeal. Trash food. Yeah. Not it comes from they the US. That's so odd. All the way from the US. Yeah, that's off. <laughs> huh. But yeah, all with good intentions. And so they were short. Mostly. A lot of people were short. Yeah. But then people who lived in the cities were all bigger. Oh, so it was malnutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like severe malnutrition. Oh, wow. How trippy. <laughs> yeah. It's like really sad because they have like their food season. So it goes rainy season, then the food comes, and then all the food's gone and it's hot season. And that's actually when people really start drinking there because there's nothing to do. But they don't have money, so how do they get alcohol? They make it or something? Yeah, Village Hooch. Mm. Yeah. And there's, like, really gnarly alcoholics there. Yeah. And and they don't understand, like, getting the concept of getting sober. No. No, it's not a thing. Yeah. I'd say that's one of the few countries that, like, AA does not exist in. Maybe for the all the expats that are there, but not for people who really live there. Yeah, I went I went to the Philippines to this little island called Lahala with Jason and Victoria and we did like a meeting there and tried to help people understand like that you can get sober. Like I was a drug addict and alcoholic and I tried to explain that to the to the town. And um they they just think that the people that are drunks are like mentally ill. Yeah. So yeah, I mean this this is still something that the rest of the world needs to there are different, you know, third world countries that need to get I, this. I suppose if we didn't have AA, we would never get sober either. I'm sure it would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is kind of crazy. I mean, we are mentally ill, but like they just thought that they think that they're like insane and uh, it's incurable. Like they're like zombies or something. Hmm. It must be weird because like they're not always fucked up. So like when they're sober, they're acting normal. Mm-hmm. And they must be like, I wonder if it's possible for this person to stay sober. They probably pray about it or something. They do. Where I was, it yeah. was like all prayer. What religion? Um, Christian. Really? Christianity, yeah. Was there some other religion there too? Um, In my area, it was all Christianity. And then if you like went up north a little bit more, it was Muslim. Hmm, a tribal type of... They have their own tribal religions that are... They coincide now with Christianity. They kind of mixed them in or yeah. something. They believe a lot in like spirits of people. It was really cool, actually. Hmm. Are you religious? Yes. Christian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You grew up that way? Or no? 
grew up, if you even want to call it grew up Catholic, I guess I did, but like it was more like a get dropped off at Sunday school, whatever, a couple times a week. I was not into it. Well, <laughs> like, you didn't like hanging with friends or any of that there? No, I still didn't like the whole Catholic thing. And I didn't mm. believe in any... Maybe I believed some stuff, but I more was just like, I don't know. It didn't even seem personal to me. It was just like when you're Catholic, you go, you kneel, you pray, you stand up, you sit down, take communion, you leave. I was like, what are we all even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, my church didn't have any, like, groups. Like, I feel like a lot of the churches out here have, like, groups that you can be a part of and use groups and stuff like that. We didn't do anything like that. But also super small town. Hmm. Like, what What was it? Was it agriculture area, suburbs, or, like, just a small little... Just super small. Like, like, like my mom commuted, like, 45 minutes to go. Everyone who lived there commuted to work. Um, and then like landscapers, so, blue collar men were blue collar. Women either stayed at home or commuted. <laughs> so everyone kind of knew everyone, sort of, and that's Big how time, you. That's yeah. where you grew up. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It would probably be pretty cool, right? Because people know you know people. It's like you could say hello to somebody. And no, they... I'm super grateful for where I grew up. Like. Honestly, like if I were to grow up somewhere like this, I would have probably gotten in a lot more trouble. Yeah. Like a lot more trouble. We didn't even have cops in my town. <laughs> like a yeah. one sheriff or something? We had a state trooper who would come through on his like round whatever, and we all knew when he was there exactly where he was. Trooper John. So what did you do when you were little? Did you like ride bikes around and, cl- and like? Oh yeah, I was outside all the time. Like just biking, climbing trees, building forts, always in the river. Oh. Mm-hmm. And fishing and stuff. Fishing. Too? Man, I'm jealous. Yeah, it was really nice. Huh. Had a little general store right on the river. You'd go get a sandwich. And the kids probably Whoa. went out in packs and shit. <laughs> Nobody cared, right? Like oh, for real, we were hiking. As soon as we could start driving, we were in the woods. P- talk about parties in the woods. They were awesome. Oh, that sounds so cool. <laughs> Glory days. Yeah. So then you, so how did you get, find Jesus or? Um, well, it was one of the things where it was always in the back of my head. Like anytime I was struggling or any time I was like, wow, this is really beautiful. I was like, this is Jesus. This is God. Like this, mm-hmm. Or like, I need Jesus. Like when I was going through really rough times, like all I would do is pray. Mm. Like if, if I get through this, I'm never going to do anything again. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. really meant it too. Yeah. Yeah. You mean it for um, sure. But then when I got here, like, you know, my first three months here, I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck this, like, fuck it all. Oh, really? And then, yeah, then I drank. And I was like, When you were here? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was for how long? One night. And what? So stupid. Did it, but when you, I just, when you did it, was there some relief though? Like, no. No, when so I did it, So whatever you wanted like, out of it, it didn't happen. What I wanted out of it was to get kicked out. Oh. 
<laughs> but they didn't want to do that, huh? Well, then as soon as I did it, I was like, I don't want to get kicked out. And I don't, I don't need to be here if this is what I'm going to be doing. And that made me want to be here. Because I was like, it gave me this thing where I was like, I can, I can do, like, I have this thing where I'm always like, there's always an option what you want to do. Like, people can tell you this is what you have to do, but you always have a choice. And I had to make the choice to, like, actually stay because I wanted to. And if I if I didn't drink, I don't think I would have, like, actually committed to being here and doing what's expected. And plus the house probably, by then you knew people and stuff, and so they stood around behind you and, like... Well, that night was crazy. It was, like, seven people went out. So, like, I told on oh, myself. Shit, I never heard about that. I told on myself. Together? Then, no, it was me and one girl went out together. Dom. Yeah. And then, um, so I told on myself. I didn't tell on her. Then she told on herself. Then they searched the house, and they found someone else's stuff, and they drug tested everybody, and so apparently was smoking meth. It was almost like a blessing, to Johnny? be honest. Yeah. Well, it was just you two and Johnny. Zach. It was that month, and then Hayden and Jake. Right, but that was all separate. That was separate, yeah. It was like two weeks before. <sighs> so crazy. It's a gnarly period in the house. So you think the, the bug somehow got in? Because the house sort of, it's like an entity, right? Yeah. Like, so so you get some weird dynamic or something. And When or, I think, too, like I was so close with Hayden. And it's not like an excuse, but like when Hayden drank, I was like, well, fuck it. If he's going to do it, then we mm, can all do that's it. That's what I mean. Like something happens and then it just does a little tweak in your head or something. Yeah. But yeah, that was the guiltiest I ever felt. Because it's like I put so much on my parents for me to come mm. out here. And they were the first people I told. And they were just like, what are you doing? Like literally, what are you doing? So you were guilt, feeling guilty in the house. You hadn't been caught. For a little I told on myself the next day. I told oh. Dom while we were drinking. I was like, I'm telling on myself tomorrow. <laughs> and so when the two of you drank, did you have any fun at all? Oh, yeah. I had a blast. Oh. But I also knew in my head the whole time, I was like, well, we're committed to it for tonight. I don't want to get grouped when I'm wasted. Right. But not doing this. Because it was one of those things, as we were drinking, we were already scheming to like get more shit. Mm. And I was like, that's just a waste of my time. I can go home and do that. So <laughs> where did you guys drink? Bottom of the driveway. Huh. When? Memorial Day. Like after everyone went to bed? No, or? everyone was awake. And like no one went down there? We were well calculated. Huh. Kanan was actually one of the only people who almost caught us. He saw us running down the driveway. He's like, or running out the garage to the driveway, and he was like, "You guys are up to something." We were like, ha, 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 ha. "Whoa!" Yeah. I don't even know who Kanan is. He was the guy upstairs who showed up. He's in the house. No, he uh, owns a treatment oh, center. Oh, okay. That's that why it went to. So he comes here a lot. He seems to know a lot of people. He sponsors uh, Dakota and um, he, uh, why it went there. Some of the people go, went to his treatment center. He's great. He's good people. Oh, so they got clean. They got off here and they came here. Yeah. They, 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 they go to his. Oh, I see. So you guys are, have a relationship. Okay. 
Yeah. He's like and, one and of that was people, his wife that was there? Yeah. Okay. When he speaks, I listen. Like, every yeah. time. He's one of those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Is he a no sober bullshit. guy? Yeah, he's sober. Hmm. He, uh, he knew, like, Troy and Dane. Back in the day. Like, just as friends or yeah, something? Yeah, like, he was friends with Troy back in the day. Hmm. Okay. But, yeah. Sarah's doing good. Yeah. That's good. That Sarah's doing good. <laughs> I gotta get home. Why? Veronica. What's going on? We're gonna watch uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm. It's a really good show, actually. Oh, you're into it already? I mean, we're, I think we finished the first season. But she's always working. You know, when she has time off to hang, I like try to. Wait, but I need help with my resentment. You don't want to talk about. No, I do. Don't name names. I'm not just, gonna. Yeah, just talk. Yeah, that would be that. We'd love to talk about that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I thought I would talk to you because I feel like you handle your resentments not spontaneously. Does that make sense? Like you are. I don't know. Yeah. Where I just like pop. So you're you you're uh, nursing a nice resentment at the moment. Yeah, I guess so. And I think okay. it's been brewing, but I don't know why. But then it's like we live with 25 people and I'm really, really tight with some people. And I like see myself getting really resentful with one of those people right now. That you were tight with? That I am tight with. That's oh. the worst part. I'm like this dude's like my brother. And I'm like, built this resentment is like. How can we know who he is without saying it on here? Number eight. No, number seven on the board. Huh, why? What happened? I don't know. Like, I think um, we almost, like, ganged up for a couple weeks. And, like, the other night they talked, like, staff was saying, like, I'm trying to regulate stuff. And I actually took, like, a serious look at that. And I was like, yeah, I am. And I, like, was being really mean to Dakota. Like, apologized to him. Because I didn't even know I was being mean, but I was just like, you're lazy, you're fucked off, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, I could also just be your friend and, like, see what's going on, mm-hmm. which I didn't really realize till like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Then with this other person, now I feel like it's almost a big power trip in our relationship that like, used to be, like, humble and chill is turning into, like, a trying-to-run-the-show type of thing. Mm, and like I don't com- like competition it. Is... Not like a competition between us, but I think like something that's expected of you in the house is to hold the line with people. But then there's a point of like a, we're still residents in the house, and I think we should be friends with people, and not just like only pointing out bad, or forgetting things that we did, and having a little bit of grace in situations. And, and, and you don't think he's doing that, or I don't he... think either of us were. And then, okay. like, tonight at dinner, something happened. And he called you out? No, not me. Someone else out about something. And it wasn't true. And so... But did he know it wasn't true? Well, I'm not sure. Obviously, he thought it was real. Yeah. But and my thing was, it's like, well, I feel like we should talk to people and not just only call them out. 
But that's not even really what my resentment is. What is it? Well, I guess that is my resentment. I don't want to be part of like this relationship where we only talk about other people, are only trying to like point fingers. Um, that's something that I think maybe we can do in the house, but you can't do in the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think he's a guy that you can only... So then talk to him about other stuff. Yeah. But then my thing is, what trips me out is I'm like, why is this even pissing me off? Like, is this yeah. a resentment I even talk about with you? Or is this just a resentment that, like, I'm just, like, twisted Well, what would you say? And, oh, God, I hate these. You would say, I'm frustrated because I feel like all we ever do is talk about who's off. Yeah, right? and also, like, be humble. Like. Him? Yeah. Mm. Like, I think, you know how we're always like, what's his thing? Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is starting to come out, and it's like, you're distracting yourself from your growth with what other people are doing. Right. And, like, I had to take a really serious look at why we were being so mean to Dakota. I was like, that was really off. Mm. We were, like, the three amigos for a while. And then all of a sudden, we're, like, forgetting we're the three amigos, and we're just telling Dakota he's a piece of shit. That's so funny, like... They're all right next to each other. <laughs> we were IOP together, no phones together. Yeah, the people like, that are like close to each other are like clicked up. And I trust both of them with my life, literally. Yeah. Like, and it's not like he, he's doing anything wrong. So, like, when did this start? I honestly think we, him and I, probably started acting the same way like that. Like, about a month ago. No. When did my when resentment did start? When you start feeling like annoyed by him? Probably. I wouldn't even say I was annoyed. I was just kind of like, huh. Like for like the last week or two. But like I was also feeding into it. If that makes sense. But like, it's like. But how? I think this is. I don't want people to get offended with this. But I think when you care more about. Or if you only care what staff thinks about you and you don't care what other people in the house think about you, that's a problem. Mm, and, and you think that's him. Yeah. I think it's a lot of people at different times. I don't yeah. think it's a one-person thing. It's like you seek validation. And when you get validation from the people you look up to, it makes you feel good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? So you don't think... But he- I'm like, why does it annoy me? Why does what you do annoy it doesn't involve me at all if I just remove myself. Well, I mean, well, it's because you're doing it too. Yeah, that's the hard part to look at. That's the hard part to see. Yeah. But that's the part that you don't, you might not see, but that's what it is. What do you mean? Like, we don't really, uh, we, we, the, only th- the only reason we get like extra mad at people is because it's like a mirror of something we don't like in ourselves. Mm. and like I'm dealing with it right now with someone and it's like the things that I'm the most mad at him about are attributes that I have yeah that actually makes a lot of sense because I understand it yeah and I I don't even do that anymore I've grown past that like I I can be resentful at someone for being how I used to be yeah so I mean I, I I don't know. I think that that's out of all the people in the house. I know. I feel like that's the person that would be the easiest. 
to talk to for you to yeah like get like for for him he would i mean you know this could be good for him if to see this and 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 look at it and you're gonna help him grow and he's a nice guy and it might help for you to like it might help for you to know that like a lot of the stuff that he does and that we do is intentional he 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 probably doesn't even know what he's doing yeah the the the, the whole point of us being in this house is to see who we are yeah and would, you probably would identify both of you something in yourselves that needs to be you need to be aware of cuz you'll probably try to do it more and you know like a character defect I mean, you're the one that doesn't care what anyone thinks of you in the house. Is that true? And you're the one that's like calls you. She's the one that calls people out like on some like almost like mean, aggressive. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to avoid with this situation because I literally value my friendship with him so much. Right. And tonight at dinner, I had one of my quick like, Uh and I was like, ooh. To him? Yeah. And I was like, that was a little... Did you say anything? Afterwards? Yeah. Mm-mm. So, yeah. So, that is the first step is... Sorry for having that outburst. Yeah. And, like, it's so crazy when you, like, just own your part in something and apologize. Like, the resentment, like, melts away. Because that person usually is, like nice and they they they'll like reciprocate the apology and and what if they don't they never do well Anyone then too cares. he's so mellow and then he snapped back at dinner and i was like oh my goodness this is somewhere i don't want to go right now yeah but he'll you, you'll <laughs> be like sorry i felt bad he'll be like sorry and then you guys will be good yeah and then you can tell him i don't want to be just the people that call everyone out i think that like we should try to be nice and I, I don't I don't want to be that person and um just have an honest conversation with them about like what you're talking to us about. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's that bad yet. It's not. It's even just more uncomfortable because it's someone like you're so tight with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where other people I just be like, Yeah, fuck you. You care about how you feel about him. Yeah, yeah it's hard when you have a relationship. Or friendship, or whatever you want to call it. You know? Yeah. What do you think? I think you should talk to him. <laughs> yeah. But I think you should pray first, and and really ask to be open minded and to see what we need to see, and come from a real genuine heart place. Yeah, that's why. Like, the hardest thing is to like sit on it. I want to resolve it right away, but like sometimes the situation becomes more clear after I give it some time, like a day. (laughs) Like, I think it's kind of cool that you're seeing that because it's easy to see people's shit. Yeah. It's harder to be kind and loving anyway and empathetic, you know, I'm not with just him. I mean, new people and all that. Like it's, it takes work to like, we automatically see problems and care and things like that it's just that comes easy but to actually have some genuine like empathy is it's kind of a gift 
I know before it. I really just took pride in like calling people out on their bullshit. And I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Now I'm like, let them do them. Or that's what I'm trying to do at least. I'm not yeah, good like, at it yet. Imagine that's why it's important for you to be a senior member and have some sort of taste of what it's like to be us. Imagine <laughs> what it's like for me. I can't. <laughs> like I don't get to – but there – I mean I don't know how people do it in my situation because I think that I don't want everyone in the house to resent me. So I can't just call people out on some like mean shit. I think you can. I think when you talk, it means more than when anybody else speaks in the house. But I don't want to... If I'm mean, then yeah. people are going to start like not liking me and resenting me. And then like they're not going to listen to me. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> but like, you want your voice to be heard. And if you're just mean and like frank and like forward all the time like fear isn't what you want people you want people to respect you not fear you i, I think know. they would still respect you but i hear what you're saying it's it's very it's, like it's, it's a real balance residents have the luxury of being able to be mean to each other <laughs> okay because like like if i'm mean to someone like they might like start hating me and then the 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 relationship can get contentious and then they'll want to like leave or spread shit about like it just it's not good for the 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 business no it's you're very right about that the actually house. i have to i worry about that like when dude was fucking talking shit to me like i wanted him out that was probably one of my most stressful moments in the house cuz the way he was acting and you even asked me the way this person was acting i was like i would have pushed him like physically pushed him out the door yeah like, but like shit was crazy. The, the, the 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 thing that's better <laughs> but you, you were like mad but honestly pretty calm about it i was like oh my god the thing that's better <laughs> crazy. the thing that because because this is why because i'm thinking you know what if i kick him out right now and talk a bunch of shit and have this like display of power like it'll feel good in the moment but like he's it's not good for him because he's maybe probably not going to stay sober and also like that's one person that's actual that's like money that's not good for business so the better thing for him and for me and for the house is to figure out a way to like get him to stay and like do the right thing and like actually stay sober and like that's what we're here to do is help these people is everyone has an anger problem everyone's a liar everyone's we're all pieces of shit so when that comes out i'm not like surprised but when it comes out like that it was like i really didn't i mean to be honest with you if it wasn't for you guys in the house telling me to chill like i wouldn't have even wanted him to stay that night but they were all like i was like did you say that be because forgiving. you were angry or <laughs> they all wanted to forgive him and see if he could come around and he did come around that night and it was the better thing but it didn't last, and I kind of could tell that How there long was did like it a last? screw loose that night. Two days. And you ended up leaving anyways, but... Good stuff. But, uh, all right, we're, but yeah, being mean is just... It's never good 
for anyone. It's the easy way too. It's the easy way, but it's like, it's like selfish. It's like, it's actually not even good for you though. Mm. Like, I think you nailed it when you said it feels really good in the moment. Yeah. Like when I have my, it's not, I get mad. I have full blown rage fits where I'm like, let's rumble till we can't anymore. And it's like a drug in itself. It feels so good to me in the moment. Yeah. But then afterwards I'm like, I just created so much drama I have to pick up right now. And it's mentally exhausting for me for like a week. And, and back work, yeah. it could take you years to fix something you fuck up in 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a real intimate relationship and you call your partner names, they may never forget. This is why I like Star Wars so much. Because the dark side is like very enticing, you know? Darth Vader is cool. He's powerful. It's like easy power, you know? Mm-hmm. And it can, you can get a lot done that way. But Yoda, he's like calmer. He's quieter. He's got the force. He's like on some like love, patience shit. And he's actually more powerful than Darth Vader, you know? And, 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 well, yeah, it's fun to watch you because, you know, you've had to grow a lot since you opened this house because you are the man and you set the example. And so acting the way you do, it's very uh, admirable. Yeah, that's the other thing is I think like, yeah, like I can't believe that I'm even going to say this because I'm not that mature person. Or I never really thought of myself as like this like mature like adult, but like what example am I setting? If I fucking yell and scream and fucking talk shit and kick him out. Like that's or, the thing, is like I never felt good. Were you here when Jason did that shit? No. Like it just never like heard about felt it, but... good. And I like allowed it to happen and I didn't feel good about it. But that's just the way it was done at Liberty House. Oh. You know? Like, that's the way, like, it was like, and it's like, you know what? It's just not healthy. Like, he he could have done the same thing without yelling. You know? thousand words. If you keep interrupting me, you're going to keep getting words. Just real calm. Thousand Thousand words. Calm. Just calm. And I think it's like funny too because I think, well, the dynamic's a little different now. But for a while, we had a group of people in the house where like we communicated through yelling when we got mad. Mm. And if someone was yelling at us, we could yell back and it was just like a back and forth thing. But I think even since I've been here, it's shifted into like a mellower, which at first I was like, why is it so? Everyone, this is a safe space now. What's up with this? Are, are, are you? <laughs> I was like, pissed. Wh- wh- who are you? Ref- are you referring? Like, when are you referring to? When were we more yelling? Like, can I actually? I like me and Woody. Do you remember me and Woody had the group where I was screaming at him? We screamed back and forth for like minutes. Yeah. I was like, he's like, it's your house. You have to hold him accountable. I was like, it's my house. It's your house. You have you hold him yeah, accountable. And Jose was kind of a yelling. Me and Jose. Too. Yeah. Like, Zach. Yeah. We had a crew that was like. We communicated Zach, like, low-key, like, never really yelled around me, though. Shit talker, though. Maybe didn't yell, but it was like a... Yeah. You, like, I would, like... When I talked to him, I was like, all right, brace yourself. Do you ever get <laughs> physical? Used to. Not here, though. Yeah, I know. But I'm just <laughs> curious if it got if it ever gets to that. Yeah. And even, like... Like, honestly, the night in the kitchen with John, 
in my head, I'm like, I want to fucking hit you. Like, fucking hit me right now. Oh, I was right there. Yeah, I was like, let's do it. Like, you want to you wanna escalate? Let's escalate. That'd be escalate. so crazy to have a fight. God damn. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think that a good thing for you to do is just think about how whatever you're upset about how like you're how it's something that you do or that you want to work on yeah even like today it's such like like running my thoughts through a couple people yeah my perception is 180 360 That's whatever amazing. they say 180 just like um 360 would be right, right back, back. <laughs> <laughs> all the way around <laughs> But yeah, no, she texted me. I think that's actually going to be your, your saving grace. That's, I need to do that more. Like, I don't like call uh, people enough. I used to. Yeah, you used to a lot. But after like 17 years, it's just like, are enough already, dude? Another meeting? <laughs> I got to call somebody. I got to go on a walk. I, but you know what? It's like, yeah, all that stuff can sound amazing or it can sound like a drag. And it's all just a matter of my perception. Hmm. Whenever I'd be like, when this time I was at my parents' house and I'd be running wild. And this is my parents recognized there was like an issue. And they're like, you just need to get back to the basics. Literally. They're like, go for a walk. Yeah. Eat three healthy meals a day. Like, yeah. be a human. Do yeah. the do the basics. And now that does consist of like calling your friends, calling, checking mm-hmm. in on people. Mm, I do that a lot now. And sometimes if I'm up, well, I'll, I, I start asking them about them, just because I'm having an issue, and that's why I'm calling. Mm-hmm. But hearing about them and inquiring about them helps me. Yeah, you, I'll something. tell you about me. Any day of the week. <laughs> um, all right. On that note, let's wrap it up. All right. That was fun. It was good talking. That was great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah.